Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for our favorite episode of the season. I'm with Nolan Robinson, of course, like always. What's going on, guys? Noel, as we all know, this is my favorite time of the year. March Madness. March Madness is upon us. The brackets are out. You filled them out. I filled out 12. Just kidding. I haven't done that yet. (laughs) And we're ready to go. We're ready to go. We got big news as well. Noel, I don't know if you want to let the people know right away or not but uh i'm i guess i will i mean we are doing a live broadcast what? brought to you by yours truly sensi's sensi's pizza located in cranberry and wexford uh we are going to be broadcasting live thursday from sensi's in cranberry sensi's in cranberry big news ladies and gentlemen you're going to see our ugly mugs hear <laughs> our ugly mugs live i know it's exciting i'm excited um yeah this is big this is big first one hopefully don't screw it up Noel. hopefully you don't screw it up yeah i, I really hope it uh works out for us i mean it's gonna be fun uh we're actually mm-hmm. gonna be broadcasting live from youtube uh you can check out our new channel mars ball boys mars space ball boys uh at youtube.com obviously so uh we're gonna be live mm-hmm. thursday probably around noon one eastern time and uh eastern standard time no yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. be nice so probably a few hour stream it'd be nice maybe some uh face cam footage in there it's oh. gonna be great we'll see how There's long you can last out. we'll yeah. see how many gin and tonics you can take before you pass out <laughs> it's gonna be wonderful we're gonna have a good time <laughs> uh yeah you're not wrong uh so yeah subscribe to the youtube channel um like i said the first episode is gonna be that one we're excited i'm excited noel's excited Sensies, they're excited. Mike, Bob, great guys. Um, yeah, this is going to be fun. I think I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting because doing it live is different. You know, you don't know what's going on. Here's the thing. You can never... I always like listening to people that broadcast games because you can never predict what's going to happen, right? It's always something different when you're live because you don't know. It's unexpected, exactly. right? So we don't know what's going to happen. We're watching a game. Maybe it's Yale versus LSU. There's five seconds to go. Yale's down two, and they pull up for three for the win, and they hit it. We don't know that's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe he's going to miss a shot. Maybe I'm like, dude, I might have LSU going to the Final Four. Maybe I have – who knows? Maybe I have Yale won in the first round. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be wild. That's the that's the point with live. It's going to be so fun. We're just going to be excited over every play we see. There's going to be upsets, and our brackets are probably going to be destroyed after the first – First what? First game first, first four games first four <laughs> games yeah you got somebody going to the final four off that <laughs> exactly right yeah i think that's always i i hate that when the first day happens when the very first game is like a team that you have going to like the elite eight or final four or, or something like that and you're like well if i get this first game wrong i've already lost one out of my last eight so you're like sitting there like well what's gonna happen right i mean what you know what are we gonna do yeah right you know you're like oh shit well so well, much for having butler or, <laughs> or whoever you know in the final four yeah. Right. I mean, but it happens. But regardless of, of of what, I like to to go down, run through the games. Noel, yours is your first real time looking at it. I looked at it for the last six hours. Yeah, straight. I mean, I I'd like to just say this now. Dugan is probably even more an insight guy on the teams here. I'm just looking at an overall perspective as a bracket. But obviously, we're gonna run down all these games. It's gonna be quick, but. Uh, we're going to do our best here and uh, give you guys the best uh, kind of information we can regarding these games. And uh, 
Yeah, no, I think it's a good perspective, Noel, because I look at it as you look at a guy like myself who takes time studying teams and looking at teams, and then to get a guy like you who understands the game, knows how brackets work, but you don't know the ins and outs of VCU and what kind of offense they run. You have no idea, so you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So you're just you're shooting for the stars, you're hoping for the best, and and we'll go from there. So the first game we'll cover is Duke, as you may or may not know, got the number one overall seed in the tournament. So they will play the winner of, there's four games on Tuesday and Wednesday, two games on each day, um, or the first four, as they call it. Uh, the first game of the day is going to be Prairie View against Fairleigh Dickinson in the first four. Um, Fairleigh Dickinson from the NEC, Noel. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but the NEC has Robert Morris in it, the local fan favorite college, of course. Oh, that's a good one. Um, they made it to the semifinals, I think, before losing to, I think it was Fairleigh Dickinson they lost to. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, these are the games that, you know, listen, it's good for the schools. Uh, Robert Morris was in this game a couple years ago, won their first ever NCAA tournament game because they won this play-in game, right? Because you're playing against a team that's the equal value of what you are. So you're a 16 seed, you're 20 and 13, you're Fairleigh Dickinson. Prairie View, 22 and 12, also a 16 seed. They're pretty much one of the same teams. Mm-hmm. And so it's a pick em game. Um, I'm going to say Fairleigh Dickinson just because the NEC thing, I'm a little bit more familiar with them, although I did watch a little bit of Prairie View. Not bad, but they're, like I said, two comparable teams. You're not really going to get much from one or the other. And, the, like I said, the winner plays Duke. Yeah. Uh, no, is that one against Duke? I think. Oh, no, excuse me. Yeah, you're, you're correct. That's, um, is that Gonzaga? Um, yes. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. So, regardless, okay, the winner plays Gonzaga, um, a highly skilled team, a lot of firepower. Um, but like I said, I, I'm I'm gonna say Fairleigh Dickinson just because, eh, the lo- more local team than the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it to me, it definitely looks like a even, pretty even stats and teams here. I, not knowing much between the two, I'd probably say Fairleigh Dickinson. Looks like they got some uh, pretty good chemistry going and stuff like that. So, I'd probably pick them as well. Okay, fair. Now, the second game on Tuesday is Temple and Belmont in the 11 versus 11 matchup. Um, this is an exciting game because I think two teams are very dangerous. Temple out of the American Conference. Um, Shiz Alston, who's good friends with Lamar Stevens from Penn State. Just a little tidbit for you. Um, listen, Temple plays hard. They're playing for Fran Dumphy. This is last year coaching for Temple. Um, they're a school that, that's hard-nosed Philadelphia gets after it, always tough. However, Belmont loves to shoot the three, very efficient offensively, pushes the pace, passes the ball well. I like both of these teams a lot. I think they're both really good. Um, I like Belmont in this game because I like Belmont to go and advance even further, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I do like Belmont in this game um, as long as it's played at Belmont's pace. If it's played in the 60s, watch out for Temple, but if it's played in the 70s or 80s, it's Belmont. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. I, they look like a pretty strong team. They get some pretty good offense, and uh, if they can just get their defense running, uh, I think they could uh, definitely take this one against Temple. Uh, definitely look out for uh, Windler there. He gets some uh, some good uh, shots if you leave him open there. Mm-hmm. And he's actually of a late first round uh, draft status status right now for from Belmont. He's uh he's averaging some pretty good numbers, twenty one and ten. 
I mean, the dude, the dude can play a little bit. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice. Um, so those are the games Tuesday. Wednesday, the Duke team that we were talking about, this is who they play, the winner of the North Carolina Central and North Dakota State game. North Dakota State's actually in a conference that normally gets sort of avoided in this sort of 16 matchup, but they struggled a little bit, had a few more losses this year, both them and NC Central. Um, just They're just teams that they, they don't have a lot of firepower. They don't score at a high rate. They're not efficient, and let's be honest, Zion Williamson is playing for Duke, so... Yeah, I mean... Chance. I mean, good luck to whoever wins this game, but, I mean, this is just a pick em. I I would just probably – I don't even know who I'm going to be picking at this point because both teams don't but, look that great, and I don't think either of them has a chance against Duke. So. No, no, no. If the Duke starting eight players didn't play in this game, I think I'd still maybe look. <laughs> um, so that's the one. on then the other one on Wednesday, St. John's and Arizona State, the two teams I, I dislike probably the most in this in the tournament, if not second to most. Um Listen, St. John's has Shamori Pons, who's a player. However, they lo- they run just a lot of isolation, let him go one-on-one. It's not a recipe for success in the NCAA tournament. St. John's has some skill around him, but it's not at the highest, high, highest enough rate. Arizona State, on the other hand, has a more skilled sort of trio to four guys. Um, Remy Martin, Dort, some of the other guys can shoot the ball well for Arizona State. I like Arizona State in this game, but it I, I don't like either one of these teams, but I like Arizona State. Yeah, I mean, I I think Arizona State has a pretty good team as well. Uh, they've been in the tournament twice now here, uh, or two years back to back here, mm-hmm. Under Bobby. which is yeah, which is nice. So I mean, they're definitely gonna be looking to get it done. But uh, I I don't know too much about these teams. But if I had to say, probably it's Arizona State might take this one. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are the first four games in Dayton. The ones that don't really affect your bracket at all. There was kind of the pick'em games, but now we'll get started with. The top left bracket, like we said, the first overall seed, which is Duke, against NC Central or North Dakota State. Let's just we'll we'll put it to you straight and simple. Duke wins this game by a lot. Yeah, that's that's just how it's gonna go. Yeah, it's not even. It's just sound like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but hey, good luck to the like we said, the winner of that the contenders, game. Yeah. contenders. Yeah, the contenders. Yeah, we we root for you. Um, so the second game we're gonna go over is the eight nine game of the region of the east region which is between central florida at 23 and 8 and vcu is the nine seed central florida is the eight and vcu is the nine at 25 and seven watched vcu a couple times this year against duquesne um the one game they're good i don't know if there's as skilled as the vcu teams in the past the final four team and so on and so forth but they're good so listen central florida has the biggest player in college basketball taco fall right yeah he's pretty big pretty <laughs> Pretty dominant down low. I just don't know if UCF can contain the pressure of VCU. I like VCU close in this one, but I'm not really sold on either one of these teams, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, 8-9 game's always a toss-up for me. Uh, Looking at these teams, I I do see that VCU went on a pretty good winning streak this season. And, I mean, it looks like they can definitely get something going, maybe a run here. Mm -hmm. Um but like you said, they they're definitely not as strong as the old VCU teams. So I mean, they could get contended and knocked out here first round. So mm. we'll just have to see. But uh, I'll take VCU in this one. Noel's on board. I I am. All right. Well, that's fair. Um. So we can look at the next game down. Number five, Mississippi State against number twelve, Liberty. Mississippi State twenty three and ten. Liberty twenty and six. High scoring, high efficient. 
Liberty team. Listen, I've loved Liberty for the last couple years. I think they've just run a really good offense. They get good looks. They shoot the ball well. They're a tough team. Mississippi State kind of struggling a little bit. I mean, Ben Howland's done a good job, the former Pitt coach. He's kind of built them into a program that's contending. Listen, they have a lot of length and athleticism on this team, but they're kind of inconsistent. They sort of they'll play well at times and look like a top 15 team, and then the next moment they'll look like a top 80 team. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're looking for a game to be an upset uh, early, you might you might want to pick this game. I definitely think Liberty is a contender here. Um, I wouldn't put it on all your brackets, but uh, definitely study this game a little bit harder and look into it because I think uh, if Liberty can get some shots uh, over those big big guys, then uh, they can definitely uh, make a run against uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, I will I will agree. I would say Liberty, I like a lot. In this game, uh, the next matchup, number four seeded Virginia Tech, at twenty-four and eight, going against the thirteenth seed and the red-hot St. Louis Billikens. No, this is an interesting team. Team not on the radar at all because they struggled a little bit in the uh, Atlantic Ten this year. Um, they were the sixth seed overall. They are good and playing well at the right time. However, Virginia Tech is getting healthy at the right time by getting Justin Robinson back at, at point guard, and. I would say that the team that's been more consistent and has played at a higher level this year, like Virginia Tech, has a good opportunity in this game. St. Louis might play him tough for a while, but I just like the depth of Virginia Tech. And listen, Virginia Tech can push the pace at times and they can slow the game down as well. So they have, they kind of have two different methods that they'll play with. They'll, they'll watch them push and pressure, and then you watch them just slow it down and say, Buzz Williams, do what you do best, make the right call late in the game. Yeah, I I like your outlook there. Um, definitely Virginia Tech um, has the the favorite here, and uh, St. Louis being the hot team, uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice to knock them off. But uh, we'll see if they can keep their run going against the pretty good uh, Virginia Tech team. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the next matchup in the East region is number six seeded Maryland going against the winner of the Belmont Temple game, which we covered earlier. Listen, Maryland is really skilled, and they're really good with their youth. However, Noel, I bring this up as a big point, they're young. They're the fourth youngest team in college basketball in terms of age. That's a problem, and especially in March. They're going to go against a very well and experienced Belmont or Temple team. Either one or both very well experienced and very well coached. That's going to be a problem. Now, the one plus that Maryland has the size down low, they have Bruno Fernando and they have Jalen Smith. They have two big guys that can play down low. They're a little different styles, but they can play down low. If they're able to hit shots, Maryland can win and beat anybody And shoot, if they shoot the ball well from the three. However, I like Belmont, who I like over Temple, to beat Maryland. Yeah, uh, that that's a bold pick there. I mean... I definitely definitely can agree with you, uh, agree with you more actually. I I liked P- Belmont before and uh I mean it could be definitely an upset that could happen early on. I mean Maryland uh like you said has the two big men and if they can put something together, they could probably shut down Belmont or Temple, but mm-hmm. uh if not, we might see a, an early upset again there. We could. Uh, over we Maryland. Could. We could. You I just mean- never know. Like we said live we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I can. <laughs> we predict. don't know. I'm not gonna pick a per- perfect bracket this year. I'd like to, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I'd love to. Yes. Um, I'm so gonna that, make a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Even no, that, that's not good. gonna happen. 
Next matchup in the East region, number three seeded LSU going against 14 seeded Yale. LSU 26 and 6, Yale 21 and 7. Listen, Yale played well down the stretch for in the Ivy League. Um, th- there's good competition at the top of that league. Princeton's good, Harvard's good, uh, Columbia's tough. There are teams that compete at the top of the Ivy League, and they're skilled. Listen, Yale scores 80 points a game. These dudes might be brainiacs and know everything, but they can score the ball as well. And I would say that they're going to give LSU fits. LSU is skilled and long and athletic. However, they don't have their coach right now, Will Wade, who's under investigation. I am assuming that he will not be coaching in the first round of this tournament, even though he's applied to say he'd like to come back and coach. Listen, I'm, I'm for this year being upsets. I like Yale. Close. Very close. Uh, I'm going to have to actually disagree with you on this oh, one. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I, I mean, I like your bold outlook, but, yeah. um, I mean, looking at LSU, they're the SEC champion, and, I mean, that's well, a pretty regular big... regular season champion, yes. All right, well, I mean, that's still an accomplishment, so, I mean, obviously, without their head coach, that's a, that's a little bit of a setback, but, I mean, they still got a team out there, and they're still uh, probably going to put this one out there, and I... I do like LSU in this one. I mean, Yale, they, they play some good teams, but I just don't think they're going to put up the fight worth uh, worth an NCAA win here. They've been close. I've picked Yale in the years past. That's fine, but I mean... Uh, they've I, been close. But they were close with you a couple they, years ago. They'll, they'll put up that final buzzer shot, and they'll they'll miss it. That's the team they are. They could. They could. I, I'm, Remember, I'm they calling aver- it now. All right. You call I'm that. calling it now. All right. That's, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Listen, it's a bull. But listen, LSU is a very good team, and and, and LSU could make a, a Final Four run if 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 they are give the opportunity. And that's one of those teams where every year I talk about like there's a first round game. Sometimes you're like, dude, that team could get beat in the first round, or they could make the Final Four. I don't know. That could happen either or. Yeah, um, no, I'm, they're skilled I'm enough totally to do aware. it. Yeah, they're skilled I'm, enough to I'm do right. it. I don't think they will, but they're skilled enough to do it. Exactly. The next matchup is the they're calling it the Patino game because. It is seventh seeded Louisville at twenty and thirteen going against tenth seeded Minnesota who's twenty one thirteen. Louisville used to be coached by Rick Patino. Okay, before he was let go of his duties. Minnesota is head coached by Richard Patino, <laughs> his son. So the interesting matchup is does Richard take out Rick's old team? In the first round, does he get payback for letting his dad go after a number of years and being a national champion at Louisville? I mean, listen, no, this is an interesting game. Both teams have been a little schizo. They've looked really good at times. Both schools, Louisville's looked very good. Played well against Duke for 39 and a half minutes. Um, Minnesota's beat Purdue. They've looked good. This is an interesting game. I've seen Minnesota too many times this year, and I've seen the way they play certain games. I like Louisville, but I think it'd be close. Yeah, um, I'm I'm definitely with you. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy to see a father son matchup. Uh, that's well, for I mean, he's for, not, well, he's no longer coaching at Louisville now. Yeah, his, yeah, he, he oh, coached okay. there for so a long I, time. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes, his son now coaches at Minnesota. Takes, oh, okay, and now he takes out the former school, former school which his dad anymore. used to coach at. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be crazy, actually. Yeah. I yeah. No, I think it would be. I think that's why they, they people always say at the end of the day they never 
design and, and allow these games to happen based on stories. They just kind of pick who's most deserving each spot. They did it on purpose. They could have had Minnesota and Iowa switched, for instance, between the two of them and, and had 10 seeds uh, in different spots. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be an interesting game. The last game of the first round of the East region is number two seed in Michigan State going against 15th seed Bradley, Michigan State 27-6, Bradley 20-14. Michigan State playing well down the stretch of the season, won the Big Ten tournament and the outright. Um, well, not outright. They split it, but they shared the, the regular season. But they, they got the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament, won that. Bradley struggled for a while during the season, picked it up late, got in as the five seed, I think, in the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, and ran through it and finished on a strong note. Tidbit Noel Bradley beat Penn State earlier in the year in the uh, Cancun Challenge by th- by three points um, in overtime. So I was not happy about that. I knew about Bradley. I, 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 I slowly watched them throughout. I watched them struggle for a while. I said, this team's terrible. Yeah. They picked it up. They got it going. They ran through the Missouri Valley. With that all being said, I think Michigan State wins by 25. Yeah, I mean, this definitely looks like a dominant performance for them. Uh Bradley definitely doesn't look like a team that can put up a, a pretty good fight against a strong Michigan State team. So definitely uh, Michigan State. Michigan right. State by but a lot, yeah, by a lot, by a lot, by a lot. But I'm I'm lot. sorry to hear about your Penn State loss. That really does it's okay. upset me. It's all right. They're 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 getting better. That's what they tell me. They'll next be there. Yeah. Um, all right. So do you want to do the next region, or do we want to go through the entire East region? Let's just do it that way. Let's just go through the next matchups. What we think will happen in the East. Right. And then pick, and then get down to one team in the east, one team in the west, one team in the south. I don't know. I mean, I think that'll take too long. Though. You don't want to do it that way. I don't know. I think it'd take too long. Well, we could. I mean, we're just bra- it's just, it's just, it's a it's just us predicting what we think could happen. I know. Okay, we don't have to do it that way. That's fine. We won't do it that way. I think we should just do all first round and then do like all right, final four. All right. All right. We don't final need like every four? round. I mean, final was, four. I mean, okay. Well, how about we we'll go over final four. All right. Well, we'll go over pick 'em games that we think could happen. <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah. We right. just can't have this be like two hours. It's not going to be two hours. Uh, I'll get done in ten minutes. <laughs> just quit arguing. All right. So are we going to Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Here? Yeah. Well. Okay. So we're going to go through the West Region next. We got number one seed Gonzaga go against the winner of the Fairleigh Dickinson and Prairie View game. Listen, Gonzaga wins this game by a lot. They both teams just are. Yeah, I mean, it's one seed's just it's too dominant. Well, last it's, year we saw the first sixteen beat a one. I mean, right? UMBC we did. Over we Virginia. Did, so we did say, and I'm sure people going into that game were like, "Dude, this game is going to be close." And I probably would agree with you. Yeah. Um, and UMBC won by like twenty. We probably won't see that again. Probably not. Well, um, not for another at least like yeah, twenty years. Or yeah, something. exactly. So um, don't don't get your hopes up. Yeah, I don't think either team. L- listen, Gonzaga's really good. Good size, good length, good experience. Mark Few's done this before. Gonzaga made it as a one seed to the national championship a couple years ago. Um, yeah, I like Gonzaga. Yeah. All right, next game here. Uh, Eight, Syracuse nine game. and uh, Baylor. This this will be a good one. Nice sure. little toss-up, Noel. It is for sure a toss-up. And I, I mentioned Baylor earlier today, and I, I don't know why, but I guess they're coming to my head, and I think I'm just going to take them. Um, Looking at it here, I mean, Makai Mason, senior guard. Who transferred from Yale. Yale. That's right. He was very good for Yale, by the way. Actually, I remember him. He was very good for them. 
I mean, yeah, it's a good school to play at. I mean, you see them in the bracket this year, a contender against LSU here. I mean, they're a good team. So, I mean, I think I'm going to take Baylor on this one. Well, well, I can see it. I Also, I question it because, again, Makai Mason went to school at Yale, which is an Ivy League school. He then goes to Baylor after that, right? I mean, what? Yeah, it's I guess little, education wasn't as important yeah, the I second guess, time around. Parents must not have cared very much after going to Yale for four years. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't like Syracuse. I don't like Jim Beheim. I'm kidding. I I respect Jim Beheim. I just don't like Syracuse. They've made it in years past where I didn't think they deserved it. They deserved it this year. Don't get me wrong. Strong strength of schedule. RPI net rankings are all pretty good. Um, but they always just find a way to get in. I don't like them, but I respect them, and I respect them in March. Syracuse... Over Baylor in this game. Baylor can't shoot the ball well enough to keep him up in this game. Especially if Tyus Battle for ba- or for Syracuse is back. He didn't play in the ACC tournament. As long as he's back, they're fine. <laughs> I understand you, but so, uh, it's I still fine. You take Baylor. Baylor. Okay. All right. So next matchup in the West region. Nolan, you got that up for me? Uh, I do. Sorry, I was adjusting my foot. Yes. Marquette. This is the like I said the best game that I think in the first round one of the best games in the first round. I mean yeah, it fifth looks like seed a nice Marquette one. at twenty four nine going against the twelfth seed in Murray State at twenty seven four led by probably the fan favorite going into the tournament or one of John ja Morant from Murray State it's come on the scene this year as a sophomore uh, Missouri Valley Player of the Year has all the highlights has all the pregame dunks. Marquette, though, is led by one of my favorite players in the tournament. And I won't tell you. He's not my favorite because there's one other guy that's more. Marcus Howard. Dude's a scoring machine. He's only like 5... I'm going to say he's like 5'10", maybe. He might even be like 5'9", five, 5'8". Five, he's small. John Morant's not the big guy either. That's why people like him, too. He's kind of like fitting that Steph Curry mold, but he's a little bit taller. Um, but Marcus Howard's small. But the dude can score... On another level. And he can hit shots. Marquette spreads the ball out well. They're a really good three-point shooting team. Led by Steve Wojciechowski, the former Duke assistant, Duke player under Coach K. With that all being said, I like Murray State. Well, I mean, that's a lot, lot to take in. But um, I, I've been I've been looking at it here, and I I actually do like to like Marquette here. Uh mm. I mean, Murray State definitely has a good team. They score a lot of points, I see here. But if Marquette uh, holds up their defense and uh, we see Marcus Howard take over, I mean, it just just could be a a different kind of show for Marquette here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the highest-scoring first-round game in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like much defense. Um, Right. I'm going to say this. I think think this game gets played in the mid to upper 80s. And maybe even like a 91-88 kind of game. Like, that's how high scoring I could see it. Like, I'm yeah. going to say mid to upper 80s. I'm going to say like 87-84. Should we take an exact score prediction, like I, bet on this one? Well, I don't know. what the Do they have the over-under on this game? Hold on. Let me see what it is. I mean, it, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. If it's if it's too much, I'm not going to – I wouldn't take it. But uh, I don't see it here. I see the line on Marquette at minus four, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I'm at Marquette minus four, but I don't have an over-under on it yet. All right. Um, It'll probably come up here in the next couple days. I'm going to say this, though. It's going to probably be 
If it's anything less than 158, I would take it. That's a lot. Yeah. Put in perspective, yeah, no, like... Yeah, that is a lot, so... Um, yeah. uh, I wish I had other ones up here, but, like, a lot of games... Let me see if they had it for Sunday. I bet they had... Uh, let's see, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they definitely, uh, this definitely could be a shootout here. Um, some high scoring teams for sure. Nobody wants to play defense out here. No. <laughs> um, okay, we'll look back at the Michigan Minnesota game. Blah, blah, blah. No, where's the line at? I don't know where it's at. But I would say on an average, though, most games are probably in the 130s to 140s. Yeah. That one, I think, like I said, if it's anything under, like, 158, I would consider taking the over because, like I said, I think you're looking at the game well into the 150s for sure. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, Let's go to the I, next I, one. Yeah, though. for sure. For sure. Uh, Florida State-Vermont here. That's going to be a 413 yep. uh, matchup. Florida being the four seed. Mm-hmm. Florida, Florida State. State, sorry. My fault. Yes, don't, don't get them confused. Um, but uh, let me let me take the first look here. Yeah. Um, Florida State. Uh, I mean, they have some pretty good stats. They and they dominate Vermont in every every category. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Vermont obviously doesn't get here every time, and uh, they're a new team out here. But uh, they've done pretty well, and I mean, they can definitely give their shot. But I think I'm going to take Florida State overall in this one. They have a lot of big men and uh. They're going to dominate this game. Yes, I completely agree. Listen, I think the biggest reason that Florida State wins this is because their length and athleticism. Um, Cabin Gelly, the six foot ten forward for them, is a beast. This dude is athletic, can handle the ball a little bit for his size. Um, they have a couple other guys that are just long and athletic at each position. Um, they usually have, I think, they have a seven foot three kid on this year's team. I think Vermont. Is very well skilled, very well talented. I wouldn't be surprised if they hang around for a half against Florida State, but I just think the length and athleticism frustrates them enough um, to the point where I think Florida State can take control of the game. Yeah, I like it. Sounds good to me. All right, next one in the West region is six-seeded Buffalo. The Bulls going against the winner of the one game we covered, Arizona State and St. John's. I said I had Arizona State in that game. I like Buffalo either way. I think Buffalo is just a skilled athletic team um i'm a big fan of mr nato it's their coach i think he's going to be finding a new job here at the end of this season at a new school um the dude's good he's won the mac now he's got 30 wins the most wins by a mac school in the regular season and postseason so far yeah uh i definitely like buffalo as well they're they're definitely a good six seed here and i've i've seen them play before and i know they're a really good team and i think they can definitely match up against uh, Arizona State or St. John's, whoever wins that game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All um, right, taking another uh, next look here at Texas Tech, the three seed versus 14-seed Northern Kentucky. Exactly. Uh, interesting game. Texas Tech didn't end the season very well. 26-6. and six. Northern Kentucky actually played pretty well, beat my um, actually Wright State team that I was rooting for. They played Penn State again in the Cancun Challenge lost to Penn State, but I was rooting for Wright State to beat Northern Kentucky. Didn't do it. Um, Texas Tech, listen, they don't get the headline. Jarrett Culver's a big big player for them, but they get after it defensively. Look at their numbers defensively. It's scary good. They don't allow teams to score a lot of points against them. 
Northern Kentucky is a high-flying school that scores a lot of points. Watch Texas Tech slow this game down and let this game get played in the 60s, and they will dominate this game if they allow to do so. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like uh, – wait, what uh, what uh, conference is Northern Kentucky in? The Horizon League. Oh, okay. So yeah. they don't play many teams good out there, right? They don't play a lot of great teams. I mean, they play they played some decent teams in the non-conference, I believe, if I remember correctly. I think they had it as um I mean, I I mean, Texas Tech being a 3 seed just seems a little bit high to me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, how much they said I that like last that. year too, though. Um, they beat UMBC. That was a good one in their non-conference. They lost to Cincinnati by 13. That's Who? not a bad loss. Who Northern knows? Kentucky, yeah. That's what I mean like if uh, I mean, if they can put up 70 points, I think they can win this game, maybe. Okay. Uh, they'll just have to bring a little bit of defense. Um, but I don't know. Texas Tech definitely isn't, like, a strong three seed for me. Okay. Um, I, I thought that last year, too, and they, they surprised me a little bit. Um, I, I think they just have the right culture right now. I think that's what they're kind of yeah. going with is they get after defensively. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm definitely gonna have to take a longer look at it and Yeah, I mean think it. about it a little bit. Let it let it stew over a little no, bit. No, I mean definitely Listen, I'm I mean, not gonna say that it's totally out of the limb that Northern Kentucky I they could, yes. I, I don't think it's a it's a I'm I'm just saying wash. as a three as a three fourteen game, it's it, definitely one to look at. It's it's sure. if you're gonna look at a three fourteen game, yes, I would look at that one. Yeah. So uh, the next one on the list Yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I'm I, like I said, I like or Texas Tech, excuse me. Um seven C Nevada Going against tenth seed Florida, Nevada coming in at twenty nine and four. Florida just at nineteen and fifteen. Listen, I didn't think Florida was going to even make the tournament. To be yeah, honest that's, with you. that's a little ridiculous. Um, they did. Yes, I know. I know they did. Um, people love Nevada all year. Nevada loses their conference tournament early. Doesn't even make it to the championship game right in the uh, Mountain West. People love the way Nevada plays. The Martin twins, Caleb and Cody. Uh, they have Jordan Caroline. They have a couple other veteran guys on their team. They're an older team. They score a lot of points. They get after you. Florida is schizo. If Florida shoots the three well, they're very tough. They're a smaller school. They're athletic. But they shoot the ball, and they shoot at a high rate. If they can hit threes, they can be in any game. Problem is, they only average 68 points a game because they're not on every game. Nevada hasn't played anyone. Nevada surprised me a year ago because of the way that they won games in the tournament. They do it again this year. I think they beat Florida. Yeah, um, I'm definitely taking Nevada here. Just looking at the numbers and like, like you said, I I think Nevada can definitely uh, win this one. Uh, looking at the next round, they definitely will have a hard matchup playing Michigan. But um, so you're gonna pick Michigan over Montana already? I I'm gonna just I'm just gonna, uh, gonna that spoil out it for everyone. You think Michigan's <laughs> gonna beat Montana? I I the just the Grizzly. Can't... You know they played last year in the first round. Guess yeah. who won? Oh my god! All right, so here we go. Here's your two seed upset. Who won? Here's your two seed upset, Montana. No, of course not. You're not taking Montana. No, Michigan beat him last year. They're gonna beat him again this year. That's what I mean. I'm taking Michigan. Yes, of course. I was just messing with you, Noel. I I love Michigan. I I love them as well. You love? You're an Ohio State guy. I don't. I I'm. I don't love Michigan, but Uh, I love them in this match. Okay, you love them in the match. All right, that's fair. And I think I'm going to take Nevada over Michigan in the next Whoa, one. <laughs> I'm taking calm Nevada. Down, calm down. It's a run. It's, it's the a Nevada run. run. It's the Nevada Wolfpack run. I'm not even kidding. All right. Let's, okay, so we like Michigan uh, two-seed over 15 Montana. 
ending out the West region. Let's get up top. All right, let's to send the it. South. Let's send it to the South. Number one seed Virginia going against 16 seed Gardner Webb. And we'll just spend two seconds on this. Virginia by a lot. Yeah, Virginia by 40. 40. And okay. next game. I mean, if that's <laughs> the line, I might I might take Gardner Webb. Um, eight seed Ole Miss at 20 and 12 guns. Ninth seed Oklahoma at 19 and 13. I hate this game. I already told you before we got on, I said I hated this game. I don't think either team deserved to be in the NCAA tournament, to be honest with you. I could have seen either one of them being left out or both. Ole Miss played well for a while, but kind of cooled off towards the end. I like them, but just barely over Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not consistent. Uh, Christian James, uh, Brady Manick, Doolittle, they're good, but they're just not consistent. Remember, it's the post-Trey Young era, your favorite Atlanta Hawk player at this point, Trey Young. Um. Yeah, I like I like Ole Miss. I think they're they're good enough. Yeah, I mean eight and nine games always. <clears throat> sorry, eight and nine games always seem to bug me out a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know. Neither of these teams look that great. It's probably not going to be that fun of one to watch. Probably a little bit more defensive, um, or no defense at all. We'll mm-hmm. we'll just have to see. Yeah. Um. But I mean. Ole Miss definitely is the stronger team here, I think. And uh, like you said, I think I can see them pulling this one out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I, like I said, I don't like either team. Yeah. Next matchup in that region, Noel, fifth seed Wisconsin going against 12th seed Oregon. Listen, the Badgers get a lot of love in this game as the five seed. Listen, they're 23-10, and 10, Noel. Yeah. Oregon coming in 23-12. Listen, Wisconsin was good, played some good games, has has a good win over Michigan, blah, blah, blah. They run a great offense. Ethan Happ has been there for 14 years. It's his last year, finally, everyone. Thank God Ethan Happ is gone. Um, I'm just saying that as a Penn State fan. Uh, Oregon is playing really well. I watched them in the Pac-12 tournament. They look good. They look good. They look scary good. Yeah, I like them. I mean, over Wisconsin. As, as normally as I'm all about Wisconsin, I'll tell people this all the time. People are like, oh, dude, was, the year Wisconsin beat Villanova a couple years ago um, in the uh, 1-9 game or 1-8 game, whatever they were, I said, Wisconsin's not an 8 seed. They're not an 8 seed. I'm telling people this. People are like, what, what? I'm like, they're not an 8 seed. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they go in, they beat Villanova in the second round. I'm like, dude, they run some good stuff. They don't turn the ball over. They do the little things. They're good. This Wisconsin team is dysfunctional at times. They just don't look like they're in the same rhythm. Demetric Trice is a good shooter, but inconsistent. Um, Brad Davison as well for Wisconsin. Oregon's length and athleticism is just scary good right now. I think Oregon wins. Yeah, uh, it's definitely another one of those 5-12 matchups you're going to have to look out for. Uh, Wisconsin definitely is a team that can struggle, and if they can't put up the offense, I think they're going to lose this game as well. Oregon... Like you said, look strong in the Pac-12 tournament, and I really think uh, they can pull this one off against Wisconsin as well and maybe even make a further run in the tournament. Yeah, I agree. Next matchup in the South, Noel, Kansas State at the four seed against 13 seed UC Irvine. People love UC Irvine right now. K-State coming in, kind of cripple walk, 25-8. and eight. They may be without their best overall player in Dean Wade. Well, I mean, thirty and five. I'm I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt no, no, no. there. Uh, Go ahead. Thirty and five is impressive. I mm-hmm. mean, that might be why people are loving this uh, Irvine team. But I mean, 
They're the best team in California. That's what they said. I mean, give them your best. I mean, that's what they're that's what they're out here for, they're, right? They're in USC, UCLA, all those other schools. Uh, just a combination of them? Or? No, all of them. I'm saying they're better than all of them. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, not even if you picked all of them together, maybe not. But um, Yeah, no, I, I think UC Irvine's playing well. I, I think Kansas State's in a little bit of trouble. Again, uh, Bruce Weber coach team hasn't really achieved. They overachieved a, a little bit last year, uh, making the Elite Eight, Kansas State. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sold on them. I think if UC Irvine's a hot team, I like them right now. Yeah, I mean... This is this looks like one of my uh, favorite matchups to tune into four, actually. Huh? Thirteen over the four. That's a that's a bold bold. Pick. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna like confirm it yet, but I mean, no. this is gonna be a fun one to watch. It's gonna sure. be you're gonna be interested to see. I'm it. gonna be very interested. That's, I might still that's take on Kansas Friday, State, but Friday at two o'clock too. So that's an early one on Friday too. That's a big swing. It's gonna be nice. Maybe we'll have to have another podcast live Friday here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No basement. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Sensi's to I think deliver it. Work, but yes. Yeah, that's true. You do, yeah. Whatever. Um, all right, next matchup is six-seeded Villanova going against 11-seeded St. Mary's. Um, interesting game. Listen, Noel, Villanova, 25-9, and nine, the defending national champs. St. Mary's on the hot streak, beating Gonzaga. That's crazy. That's a good team right there. In the, in the, uh, in the conference tournament um, in the West Coast. Uh Listen, I saw a little bit of St. Mary's this year. I'm not overly impressed. Villanova is a more skilled, battle-contested team. I like Nova by a decent amount in this game. I could see them pulling away late pretty well. Yeah, I'm just going to say it as well. I definitely don't think uh, St. Mary's has the ability to put up that good of a fight against Villanova, and I think... The defending champs will uh, make a run once again. Uh, this are they tournament. Gonna get, are they going to go really far, Noel, or just kind of far? Uh, two rounds, maybe. Oh, all maybe right. three. Oh, okay, all right. We'll Next matchup, Noel. You want to <laughs> click on that boy? Is the uh, yeah Purdue three seed Purdue against fourteen seed Old that's Dominion? A little, that's a little high on uh, Purdue. Purdue right twenty three and nine. That's why I'm. That's why I'm saying that's a second round loss right there. I mean, oh. I don't know who wins this game. Uh, maybe another three fourteen upset. Oh. Oh, don't drop it! Don't drop no, it! Not oh, yet, not yet, oh, not yet. maybe, maybe. Uh, okay. 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 Let's let's give it a little <laughs> overview here. Right. Twenty-three and nine, though. I mean, it's not impressive. It's not impressive. Right. But I mean, they still do have the stats, uh, the good, the strengths of schedule, and mm-hmm. everything else to the put themselves yeah. at a three seed. Well, the net rankings like the new official ranking this year, right? They just came out with it. It's kind of they said they based it upon like how much you won by, where you beat them. Um, it was more of a like distinguished look, like each win was viewed differently, right? Mm. And if you lost by twenty, it's a more it, it hits you affects you more than if you just lose by one. Like if you lose a game by a last second buzzer beater shot, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad team. You lost by one shot, right? Mm. You can lose by twenty five and look like you don't even have a chance. Yeah. So I think this the the, the ranking the net ranking kind of shows you a better idea of where those teams kind of fit fit themselves at. Purdue did not play well down the stretch of the season. I felt like, I mean, they, they had a good run for a little bit. The last like, handful of weeks, I didn't think they played very well. Um, I'm not so, I watched Old Dominion in their conference championship game. I didn't really like them. That, that's the way I kind of look at it. I, I, I watch teams in their conference title game. I got, eh, teams aren't that good. Um, I like Purdue. I like Purdue in this one. It's just size, besides, by the way, my favorite player of the tournament, who I didn't tell you yet, Carson Edwards for Purdue. Ooh. If you haven't seen him play, watch him play. He's a small, undersized guard, 
but he's explosive, he's electric, and he will shoot from anywhere on the court. Him and Ryan Klein. Watch Ryan Klein, too. If Klein can get going and hit threes for Purdue, game over. That sounds like, that sounds nice to me, and that's why I didn't drop the uh, upset yet because uh... – I'm not here to convince you, Noel. I want no, you to I have mean, your own opinion. I'm, I have my own opinion. Right. I, like I said, I mean, if there's always an option, and 23-9 is not great. So these players struggle when they're young. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why we we don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be live, and we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be live. It's going to be live. It's always going to be live. <laughs> no, All right. No, nah, but for real, though, actually, like, I like Purdue in this matchup oh. as a three seed. Uh, but – only for one round, so All right. we'll see what happens. Fair enough. All right, next, ma- next. next matchup, 7th seed Cincinnati going against 10th seed Iowa. Cincinnati 27-6, winning the American over Houston, who I think is one of the most overrated teams. Iowa 22-11, played a little bit better down the stretch for the Big Ten. Uh, Fran McCaffrey was suspended for a couple games towards the end of the season. They lost those. They ended up responding a little bit better the last few games. Um Iowa loves to get the ball out in transition, shoot the ball well from three. Tyler Cook, one of the most athletic big men in the country, not talked about. Cincinnati, though, gets after you defensively. They don't give up a lot of points. They're tough. They're gritty. I think Cincinnati's playing pretty well right now. I like Cincy close. Yeah, definitely close. Um, I mean, if Cincy can slow down that uh offense that mm-hmm. i was rocking top 20 in a offensive efficiency uh this year that's pretty nice yeah uh i mean it's definitely a competitive game uh we can see here um uh, but i mean i think since he could take this one mm-hmm. uh close as well. i think since he should have got a higher seed yeah, like they, they got, got a seven seed. Seven se- that's what I mean. Like a yeah. definitely like a five or four. Like they them yeah. in Wisconsin. Like Wisconsin's a five. I'm looking at it. I go if I had to pick right now between the two teams, I'm picking Cincinnati or Wisconsin. Yeah, that's that's easy. Kind yeah, of. so like that's to me. Like I was like I didn't I, didn't, I just didn't like that. Yeah. Um, which isn't fair, but whatever. It's just the way it works. Um, that's the way it goes. Yeah. No, I think it'll be an interesting game. Um, on to the next one. Yeah, on to the next one. The last game of the South Region. Second seed, Tennessee. No, not last yet. Not last. Yeah. Last game. Oh, it is last. Sorry. Yeah. Sad. My fault. Yeah. My fault. My fault. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. 29-4. Going and... against 15 seed, Colgate, 24-10. and 10. Uh, It's over. It's over. You don't even like, you don't even think Colgate has a shot now. I do not. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think this game, I think Tennessee's <laughs> going to come out and flex their muscles early in this one. Yeah. Colgate played both Pitt and Penn State this year. And? And lost to both, Pitt and Penn State. That's unfortunate. So, if you're losing to Pitt and Penn State and you're going to play Tennessee in the first round, I uh, uh, GG. Yeah, GG is right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Penn State, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen their team? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Pitt's, Pitt's very bad. Yeah, that's so. right. There we go. Battle of the worst. All right, so that's it for the South region. Let's go on, Noel, to the final region, Midwest. That's nice. Your, your second favorite. No, I don't know if it is or not. I'm, I don't know. You haven't told me yet. Uh, Midwest, number one seed, North Carolina going against 16th seed, Iona. The Gales. Iona. The Gales. And it's over. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Iona? Okay, let me let me give a little insight on Iona. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Tim Cluse. Tim Cluse. He's nice, but uh, not nice enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen North Carolina play a lot of good teams and beat a lot of good teams, and Iona is a not good team. I know that for a fact. <laughs> And, Seventeen uh, fifteen isn't very good, is it? I it doesn't even deserve the tournament worthy for me. Actually. Well, they won their conference tournaments, so they had to get in, right? Well, 
good luck for them because yes. that's North all I Carolina have. North Carolina is going to come out and score a lot of points. I like North Carolina by yeah. like thirty plus in this game. Yeah, I'm going to say ninety to fifty yeah. final score. It's going to be bad. Next game in the region is the eight nine game between Utah State and Washington. I have not seen much of Utah State this year. They're twenty eight and six. Washington regular season champs of the Pac twelve at twenty six and eight. Listen, I looked at their their resume. And I know they have these good rankings, net, RPI, by the way, strength schedule is 100, so that's not really that good. But they didn't they didn't play anyone. I didn't, I didn't think they beat anyone. I mean, ah. they, they won a couple games in their conference. Yeah. Listen, they're in the same conference as Nevada, but they're 28 and six, so they're kind of benefiting from the doubt. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're that good. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I also okay. don't think I don't think Washington's very good either. Yeah, no, this I think this is gonna be a close one actually. Washington's hot. I mean, they won the Pac-12 title regular season, um, not in the I, conference tournament. Okay, well, Oregon's the hot team in the Pac-12. Yeah. Well, they they were hot in the season, They're so the season. we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. They do have the best defensive player in the country. Who one is? of who is Matisse Thibel. Well, right. he can uh, for for Washington. Yes, yes. there he is. Defensive player of the year finalist for them. That's but they nice. also have Noel, they have Crisp, they have Dickerson, they have some other guys that play as well on the defense end. Remember, Washington is coached by Mike Hopkins, who was an assistant and former player under Jim Beheim at Syracuse. So they run the similar type of defense, 2-3, um, that Syracuse runs. Um, I like Washington just because I think they have more skill and more talent on their team. But I, I don't like either team. I don't. I think either team gets blown out by North Carolina. All right. So let's go to the next one, Noel. What do you got? All right, that sounds good. I'm fine with that. We got five seed Auburn against 12th seed New Mexico State. Auburn coming in as the hot team of the SEC at 25 and 9. New Mexico State 30 and 4, Noel. That's impressive. You like you like teams that win 30 games. I know that. I mean, I do, but I don't know Ooh. so much about this one. Uh oh. What do you think? I think their strengths of schedule was not too good. They're probably playing teams that were uh, <laughs> just as shitty as Penn State. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Penn no, State plays a, good teams. So. They're the number two strength of schedule, so I think that's... <laughs> All right, but yeah, so you so you you like Auburn in this one or what? Are you going to go with the 12 upset or what? What's going to happen uh, here? I mm. think I'm going to take Auburn in this Whoa. one. Whoa. Drew uh, would be proud of you. I, Drew's an Auburn guy. I, I am an Auburn fan, and this one at least. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they were probably – I mean, they look like the hot team to me. Uh, they play good teams. They yeah. score a lot of points. And that's the that's the signs of a winning team right there. It's true. Well coached, Bruce Pearl. He's nice. Tough. All right, next matchup. Do you have anything the... to put, put in on that matchup? Or I like right? Auburn. Auburn? Yes. Right. That's a, I think I was pretty clear about that. All right. Yeah, I, 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 like I, I wasn't sure. Uh, fourth seed Kansas against thirteenth seed Northeastern Kansas. Not the same Jayhawk team in years past. Twenty-five and nine. Losers of no, not only the regular season but the conference tournament as well. Northeastern twenty-three and ten, playing pretty well. Yes, no. As you all know, Kansas had the number one strength of schedule, number two RPI, twentieth in the net ranking. They played some good teams, but they're without their big man, and they're without LeGerald Vick. They are. Um, Azubuki and LeGerald Vick both not playing for them. They're young. They do have Devon Dotson. They do have Diedrich Lawson inside. Listen, I always pick Kansas go far every year. I'm always a Kansas fan. Bill Self. Kansas has a lot of great guards, a lot of good big men. Um, 
I like Kansas, though. Close. Close. But I like Kansas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sucks not to have your top starting guys, but, I mean, Northeastern is definitely a team that is going to put their hardest in. It's going to be close. Mm-hmm. But Kansas is just that team that is going to pull out on top and take this win. Okay, fair enough. Um, on to the next one. Six seed Iowa Ooh. State against 11 seed Ohio State. Ooh. No, your squad, the Buckeyes. The squad, the squad. 11 seed at 19 and 14. Iowa State 23 and 11. The Big 12 tournament champions playing really well. Ohio State struggling down the stretch. Did get Caleb Wesson back from the three game suspension. That's nice. Lost all three games. He was out. He's back. Listen, Ohio State, they were good last year. Overachieve this year, overachieves to start the year. They just don't have it offensively. They're lost sometimes. They don't get the ball inside to Wesson enough. He gets in foul trouble. Iowa State looked really good. And Shayok for Iowa State, the UVA transfer, unbelievable. Dude can score from any level. I like Iowa State big, Noel. Big time. Uh, I Well, I mean, I, I hate to say it myself, but... Uh, Uh-oh. I think Ohio State might be that team that you put on one or zero brackets this year because yeah. they're probably not going to win this game. I don't. They're think not so. that good this year. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm surprised they made it and as convincingly as they did, but they they did make it. I mean, you know, we'll see. Anything can happen. Listen, Chris Holman's a good coach. Ohio State still has some talent. I just think Iowa State big in this one. Going down three-seeded Houston and going against 14-seed Georgia State. Listen, I told you all along, Houston, they have three losses actually now. Hmm. I don't know why it says 31-2. They're definitely 31-3. and three. They just lost for a third time. Um, well, that's listen, interesting. I, listen, Georgia State's 23-9. They've been here before. Um, I think they're good. I, I just don't know if they're good enough. Um I don't like Houston. I, I thought that they were just better. I think they were better than their competition, but they didn't play the, tr- the right type of competition throughout the season. Yeah. So I, I think I like Houston very close in this game, but don't be surprised if Georgia State hangs around with them for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Houston in this one, but uh, we'll definitely have to see how Houston plays out in the red. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a quality team, but uh, I think they can pull this one out. So looking at the La- second, no, second, second to last, seventh seed Wofford going against tenth seed Seton Hall, down in the lower region. Seton Hall twenty and thirteen. Wofford twenty nine and four. Noel, telling you this is that team that you don't want to sneaky little team. Sneaky good, Noel. They're sneaky, Ooh, sneaky good. They get a lot of points out there too. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine and four is damn impressive. That's nice. And what what conference are they in? The SoCon. Uh, yes, the SoCon. But however, no, it's not about it's not about who they beat. It's who they play. So there are four losses. I'll give you this: North Carolina by eleven. Okay. Oklahoma by eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two tournament teams. Kansas by twenty-five. That was early in the year. It was December fourth, and their last loss was to Mississippi State by eleven. So three of the four teams are in the or all four in the NCAA tournament. Three of the four teams that are in the NCAA tournament they lost to by just eleven points early in the year, and that was Oklahoma, Mississippi State, and North Carolina. Yeah, I mean you gotta like them here. Honestly. Yeah, they're not a bad team. They're they're a team that could make some noise. 
I like them over Seton Hall. Seton Hall's playing well. Miles Powell for Seton Hall. Watch out for him. The dude's a big-time right. shot maker. For, right. That sounds good. I Hall. think this will be a good game. Uh, Wofford yeah. will probably take this one, but it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I get your early predictions on how they would match up against a two-team like Kentucky? Well, we can. Let's go. Let's just go over the Kentucky. All right, all right let's hear it. Albaline Christian, Kentucky, two-versus-15 matchup. Kentucky 27-6. Albaline Christian 27-6. First ever tournament appearance for Abilene Christian. They've just been in D1 school now for, what, less than 10 years, I think it's said. Um, They're not bad. They're competitive. They play hard. They may may hang around. Kentucky, with the young team that they are, may may have that freshman moment to start the game where they kind of allow them to just sort of hang around. But I like Kentucky by by 20-plus in this game. Yeah, for sure. It's just one of those matchups that's a little bit too far in skill, and uh, I think Kentucky has this one. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so no, I think what we should do is we'll go over quickly potential second round matchups for each one because this because the first weekend is just the first and second round. So what you're gonna look at is you're gonna have it down to the Sweet 16. We'll come back and do another episode for the Sweet 16 and so on and so forth. All right. So let's go over top region, top left, east region, the potential Duke versus VCU matchup. Was we're gonna say right? Yeah, that sounds good. Listen, I like Duke, Zion, company. Yeah, they're they're going to make a run. They're yeah. just too competitive, yeah. They're nice. Um, so here you have either I like Liberty and I like Virginia Tech. Yeah. I mean, if if Liberty can pull that first win off, they, they uh, could definitely – I mean, I, I don't know. They might – they'll probably <laughs> – I could see him pulling one off. That's, okay. that's what I can that, see. That's what I see as well. I think Virginia Tech plays them well defensively in the second round. I think they guard them well and watch for Kelly or Kerry Blackshear to have a big game for Virginia Tech. All right. I like Next it. one in the next part of the East region, I like Belmont and I like Yale. That's that's some uh, sketchy teams. But regardless of – okay, so if you have – yes, if you have LSU or if you have Maryland or whatever – I think out of that region of teams, out of those four teams, I think Belmont has the best opportunity to get out of that region. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely a strong team. Uh, I like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, myself, I think I'm going to take LSU just taken out of it. Uh, okay. I think they can beat Yale, and uh, I think they'll come out on top against their uh, opponent. Okay, that's fair. Whoever it is. All right, next part of the East region, the last part of the East region I like Louisville, and I like Michigan State. I think it's pretty cut and clear. I like Michigan State big time in this region. I just think they're the best team out of that group. I don't think I could say anything else. Uh, that sounds exactly right to me, and uh, I go with Michigan State over all these teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, Louisville over Minnesota as well. So next, so we're going to go, that's through the east. So now we're going to go through the west region. Listen, Noel, this is my first big-time upset. I like Syracuse coming out of that top group of four teams. Uh, I mean, I hate to see it. I don't like Syracuse as a team, just like you, but, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they're strong. and I, I think they can get past Gonzaga. It's uh, them against Gonzaga. I feel like, obviously, Gonzaga making out of their first-run game. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I think it will be Gonzaga-Syracuse, but Gonzaga on top for okay. me. Okay, all right. So, Not bad. The like- next group, this one is a tough one. I really like Murray State a lot in that Marquette game, and I like Florida State a lot. But I really like Florida State in general. I think they're just the more complete team out of these out of the group. 
and I think that they can make a run to the Sweet 16. All right. Um, I think I'm actually going to take um, Murray State on this one. Oh. Uh, over Only in their game, though. Hold on. Okay. What Mur- we're talking about? Murray, right? yeah. yeah, Murray State over Marquette, and then against Florida State, they will lose uh, okay. just because Florida State's a dominant team, but I do like Murray State pulling one out. That's fair. All right, next part of the West region. This one, interesting as well. I kind of had a moment here where I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go with it. I like Buffalo in their first-round game, like Texas Tech. I think Buffalo gets out of this region, out of that part of the region as well. I like that. I I like that too. Uh, Buffalo-Texas Tech, probably the next matchup uh, we're going to see. And then I I think Buffalo is the I agree, Noel. And I think I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. I think that, that region is tough. Like you said, Texas Tech is a, is a well-coached team and uh, well-disciplined. Uh, next part of the West region, I'm going to say I like Michigan only because of two reasons. One, John Beeline's done it consistently. They've been tough. I like them out of that region. I like them beating Nevada in the second-round matchup in that region. All right. All right, I I can go with you there. Um, Michigan definitely a dominant team going to come out. Um, I I definitely think they're going to pull uh, pull out through this part uh, region of the West into the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. All right, so we go back to the top right, South region. Virginia, I think I I saw when this when this region came out, I was just like, dude, UVA has a cakewalk. I think to potentially the. Uh, Final Four, you know, Elite Eight, Final Four kind of thing. I like them over the winner of the Ole Miss-Oklahoma game. Next. Yeah. Uh, one seed normally uh, seems to come out on top uh, in this tour situation. I, I'm going to take it here. Next part of the region, I, I'm i on board with the Oregon run right now that they're making. I think they get past not only Wisconsin, but they get past UC Irvine. I like Oregon. I like the Ducks big time in this region. That's that's a confident one to go out there and it say is. that. Uh, I I do like Oregon in that matchup. Um, Kansas State and UC Irvine. That's another one to look out for. I like UC Irvine in that game. We could see even a twelve thirteen matchup in the mm-hmm. next round. Uh, so if that happens, I'll take Oregon as well. Um, it will be a close game though if that does happen, and that'd be pretty wild to see if uh, both those teams pull out. Yeah. Next part of the South region. This is one of my favorite ones because it's intriguing. I think I see a Nova-Purdue matchup in the second round. I like Nova in this one. As much as I love Carson Edwards and company, I think Nova de- defensively just too tough. Too tough. Jay Wright's won a national title. Matt Painter hasn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I told you earlier Nova is going to make a run, and I think they can do that as well over Purdue in uh, the second round. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong at all. Uh, last part of the South region – this one is really tough because I'm not a huge Tennessee fan. And a Tennessee-Cincinnati second-round matchup just kind of, like, puts me in that point where I'm like, I don't – I think this is a toss-up game if that happens. Yeah. I really think Cincinnati defensively can get after them. I like Tennessee close, really close. The reason – I'll put it this way. The reason why I think Tennessee wins, Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield for Tennessee are the two best players on the court – they're better than Jared Cumberland from Cincinnati. I like Tennessee close, really close in this game. I think I'm going to take a bold one here, and I'm going to put it out there that if Iowa can get the upset over Cincinnati, I think mm-hmm. they take out Tennessee in the second round. 
Uh-oh. I think they're going to stay hot. And, well, give uh, me the sirens, boys. We got an upset alert. Knowles thinking Iowa. That's a number Iowa. 10 seed in the 16. That's Ooh, what I said. Wow. That's wow. wild right there. That's awesome. That's, That's nice. awesome. I like it. I it's like bold. It. Um, all right. Yeah, let's go to the Midwest region then. We'll we'll go through the top half of there. I think it's pretty clut, cut. Again, clear, the cut, yes. clear cut that North, North Carolina, Carolina. Yes, over I think, all these. Yeah, over Washington, you see it. Yeah, Utah State, all of them. Next part of the Midwest. This is tough. It is. This is tough. I um, don't love a lot of these teams, but I don't like other teams in this region. I think Auburn gets through. I think Kansas gets through. I like Auburn because they're playing well enough right now. I, I'm always picking Kansas to go to like the Final Four of the National Championship game. I think for the first time I have to be like – Pump the brakes on Kansas. And watch, this will be the year where I pump the brakes on Kansas and then make it to the Final Four. Yeah. But I'm pumping the brakes on them this year. Well, I'm just going to say it's a cakewalk for North Carolina. And uh, eventually when they play well, either of these that. teams, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a cakewalk. But um, I do like Kansas coming out. Oh. Uh, you rock, rock Chalk Jayhawk. To play against North Carolina. Wow. Well, that's possible. Yeah. that's. I mean, it's Sweet really eight. possible. Um, next part of the Midwest region, the bottom half of it, Iowa State, Iowa State, <laughs> Iowa State. No, I'm going to tell you right now. They're playing really well. They're well coached. That's nice. Shayhawk's good player. I don't like Houston. I told you that already. Right? Well, like I'm going to have to shut you down and uh, say I do like Houston, oh, and I'm going to have to say that I'm going to take Houston in this one uh, easily over Iowa State. I said if Houston would lose their first-round game. I said that on Twitter earlier. Oh, my God. I did. I marked You but, took, you but took, I took Georgia Houston. State. No, I took no, no, I took Houston. But I said earlier before Dude, the brackets gonna came out. they're going to beat Iowa State. What do you mean? They're going to win. No. Yes, they will. They're not good. We're betting on this game, probably. All right. We're, we are betting. We're betting money on the <laughs> tournament. Last part of the Midwest. We are. <laughs> Kentucky. Well, we all, I think we all can agree on getting through. Uh, I like Wofford over Seton Hall. Like I said, I think they do well. This is going to be an awesome game. I think Wofford plays Kentucky really close, but I think Kentucky wins. Yeah. Uh, I do I do like uh, your uh, intake on Wofford. And Kentucky always a strong team. Um, definitely going to be dominant and hard to beat. So it will be an interesting second-round matchup. But... It will be. Uh, I think yeah. I'll take Kentucky as well. Okay, fair. All right, so we got all that. We got through the first two rounds. Noel, give me your final four team from the East. Who do you got? Um, all right, well, uh, my my clear-cut favorite, I'm going to have to take my final four team as... Who do you like? I, I just like Duke running it through. All I mean, right, that's they're fair. dominant and it's it, they have a pretty nice ride. It's gonna probably be. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just I just think they yeah. they're just gonna pull it out. But if a team if they don't pull it out, I'm gonna say Belmont runs it all the way to the okay. final four. All right, Belmont. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I agree with Duke. I like Duke a lot. I think when they're full strength, they're really tough to beat. I like yeah. Duke. So let's go down bottom west region. Noel, who's your squad? Who's the the final four team? The I final would choose four? would be. I mean, I hate to say it because I don't like the school, but Michigan's a strong team, and they look like the strongest team in this this division for me. I mean, I want us to look at a higher seeded team, but I think Michigan's going to pull it out on here. Pull it out of here. Noel. Were you looking at my notes? Because that's who I have as well. 
I wasn't. Okay. Don't don't tell me. Don't lie to me right now. Tell me <laughs> you're looking at him. No, I like Michigan as well. Listen, I'm not sold on Gonzaga. I think Michigan plays well. Um, defensively, Beeline has this stuff figured out. They've been really good in March. Don't be surprised if Michigan makes it out again. But a uh, sleeper team from this region, maybe Nevada? Maybe. I don't know. Run I don't it, know. Run it. Run or Syracuse. It. I don't know. It could be interesting. I think that if there's going to be a region where a high-seeded team gets in, I think it's from the West. There we go. South region, Noel. Who do you got? Uh, south region. I hate to say it, but... Uh, don't say it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I I like Iowa, but I don't think they'll make it to the Final Four. Um, okay. I think they'll get taken out by... Probably Virginia, if they can make it out of their first two matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to take Virginia running it through. I like it. I like it. Final four. I like them. I like them. Sounds good. I think I think I said Virginia's matchups laid out the best format of any team. Yeah, I mean, I they got the these, these one seeds just seem to have some pretty nice uh, rides to the, to the top Yeah, four. some of them do. I think... I think it's one of those things where if you look at it, you just have to look at matchups and how teams are playing. I just feel like this is the year that Virginia finally gets that sort of favorable matchup along the way. Yeah. All right. Midwest, well, uh, last Midwest, region. Here we go. Uh, my final four team. This is tough. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, ooh. <laughs> I mean, North Carolina's strong, but... Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're not they're bad. strong, but... Um, I don't know. I I liked your Wofford argument. I think they could compete Uh-oh. with any team. Um, they could be one to go come out, but I think we'll see a Wofford North Carolina matchup, and then it will be North Carolina in the final four. Whoa. whoa okay. Whoa, whoa. All right. All right. Um, I don't like it completely. I like your argument behind it, but I think UNC gets bounced in the Elite Eight by Kentucky. I do. It's nice to say. It, it, yeah, but, uh, I think I think it'll happen. All right. um, Sounds good. All right, so we'll, we can leave it at that, Noel, and just uh, leave the final four picks where we are. Yeah. Or do we just, you know what? We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait till next week. We'll wait till <laughs> we do get the Sweet Sixteen teams. We'll see if our final four teams are still intact. Yeah, and then we'll uh, and then we'll let you know about it. But yeah, so. just a friendly reminder: we're gonna do the live podcast. Yeah. Check Thursday afternoon on YouTube. Nice. Yes, YouTube. Uh, Mars Baseball Boys, search us up, subscribe, watch for uh, a video. We're probably going to post one before the uh, live event to uh, get it out to you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys can uh, enjoy it. Yeah, and we look forward to it, and we appreciate you guys always listening to us. Uh, like I said, subscribe, like, retweet, whatever you got to do. We appreciate the time and the effort and all this stuff, and our statisticians and everyone that are still with us, if they are still with us, in fact, Um, But, yeah, no, we'll look forward to it and uh, get ready for Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you then.